Hi everyone, and welcome to the 49th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with... Lauren! Yay! I was about and to say my own name for some reason. <laughs> but, Lauren! Yay! Yeah! But yeah. That's that's all of us. So we're having another one of those shows where it's just just two of us. We... Another, another scheduling bit of craziness, guys. So I know. It's so crazy. I feel like it's partially my fault because I moved, so just blame me. <laughs> it's okay. So basically, right now, Churro is in, uh, he's actually in LA, which is slightly, usually is in further Southern California. He's at Anime LA right now, and he's been, he's been pretty busy. He actually went to Square Enix. Wow. Yeah, he actually went to Square Enix in El Segundo, California visited those guys i saw him on twitter well it's some pretty cool stuff so i kind of wish he was on the show but i guess we can bother him about his little uh square enix excursion later since he is yeah definitely be like what did you see rub, what did you rubbing hear? shoulders with uh the big guys well yeah. uh, big guys at square enix north america don't get too excited it's not nomura so <laughs> yeah it's true Sadness. i don't th- i don't think his hidey hole is in america i think it's no. probably in madagascar I yeah know. i would i would guess that I would guess he's hanging out with zebras and lions and giraffes. <laughs> I could imagine Nomura on like a giant aircraft carrier, like Outer Haven in Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you know, he's just got this giant battleship that he hides in that's the secret floating island country. It's so, like whenever he goes to uh, conventions, he just goes, Metal Gear. Metal Gear. <laughs> Lauren, you've been playing Metal Gear recently. How have, what's your impression of the series coming into it somewhat fresh? Oh my gosh. Well, um, I mean, the first game, it is it is a bit dated. So, like, if you're playing it for the first time, it is it is a bit like, you know, um, okay, I have to go back and you got to understand what you're getting into <clears throat> before exactly. you get into it. Exactly. But, like, as far as the story goes, like, the characters are really good in yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Like... Solid Snake is not an annoying hero. He's he's far from it. He's actually pretty funny. Yeah. Um, like I love in the beginning bit where he's just like, uh, um, I also brought my cigarettes, and she's like, "Where'd you store them? I stored them in my stomach acid." <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. He's and also he, like, like a big player. Like oh, literally yeah. every girl he hits on. Yeah, oh, yeah. Him. He's just like, yeah, I like your backside, by the way. And he's totally <laughs> blunt about it, too. He's just like, I like your face. Let's make out. <laughs> She's like, okay. But, um, but yeah, no. And if anybody, like, you know, um, I know lately it's all it's all been about, like, <clears throat> like female characters and how they're, um, how they are formed into these tropes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I really don't feel like that's the case in Metal Gear Solid. Like, all of the female characters yeah. that I've met so far in that game are all strong, independent, like, totally awesome women. And, like, um, there's, Metal like, Gear never Sniper really had Wolf. that problem. That's no. pretty interesting. Yeah, and even like, the ones that you might think are like that, they're not. Yeah, exactly. Like, Sniper Wolf, I mean, yeah, she does wear a bit revealing clothing. But yeah. she's totally awesome. And, like, Meryl as well, she's really strong, but she's also really feminine, which is yeah. something that another Final Fantasy character doesn't seem to share. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just kidding. But, um, she's got the opposite thing. She looks feminine, but she ain't. Yeah, <laughs> Not feminine yeah. on the inside. Yeah, exactly. She's cloud in a dress. Yep, yep, exactly. Oh, wait, exactly. Cloud already did that. 
Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Cloud did do drag. He probably would look exactly the same. Like if they yeah. did if they did a CG of of Cloud and drag, it'd probably be lightning. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. there you go. You're halfway yeah. done, Square. You can just do the remake already. Exactly. <laughs> you there already you have enough models. Yep, you already have your model. It's it's lightning. All you have to do is take away the makeup and yep. you're fine. <laughs> you're but uh but yeah, no, like I would highly suggest this. Uh, more for the older crowd because I yeah. mean it, it is like a bit crazy. I know that a lot of people um, yeah. who originally played it though they played it when they were like thirteen and that's fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, it is. It's it a, is it's a, a harder game. sell for someone who didn't come from the PlayStation One generation and they expect all games to look like Crisis or Final exactly. Fantasy thirteen. Exactly. So if you're not used to PlayStation One graphics, it might be a little bit harder. But if you like story great game to get into especially oh, yeah. if you're a kingdom hearts fan if you like convoluted stories oh boy are you in for one? Oh my gosh. and and not only is it convoluted but the important parts of the story are easy to understand so you'll feel confused but you won't feel lost that's my <laughs> favorite aspect of it yeah so. yeah exactly they it it all makes sense kojima yeah. did not take the um wrong advice from yeah he didn't take the wrong a certain advice. producer um, well, anyways, but, yeah. for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We run on a four-week rotation with a new show every other Tuesday with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Lauren. KH2.co.uk. Yay! Yay! She said it right, even though we never say it right. <laughs> How do you guys say it? Wait, why? We say .co.uk like uh, stupid Americans say it. Yeah, I definitely have gotten used to the um, English lingo. Daryl taught you taught you well. Uh, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Good. French fries aren't, ch- aren't chips. They're chips. <laughs> do you say Velociraptor? Uh, no, 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 no. Not the yet. one that I get, no, not yet. But the one that I got wrong is, um, you know how we say aluminum? Aluminium. Yeah, aluminium. <laughs> like, what? Like, that doesn't even, yeah. Like, the, I mean, it makes sense. Makes, I, I don't think it makes any sense. There's no I U M at the end of aluminum. Is there not? I think, I don't think, so. not, not the way I spell it. Okay, we're going <laughs> to find that out right now. I spell See it. if there's spell check. <laughs> I spell it a certain way. It would not change. All right, I just typed it into Word. I didn't get a red squiggly. There, There's no there's no I. You you, you English people adding these Wait, there is vowels. an I-U. There is an I-U. Or no, no, no. Oh, that that is the complication. Here we go. Okay, because it's spelt two different ways, isn't it? There it's you like go. It's like color. So you can have two alternate spellings. Exactly. Uh, so the way that we spell, the way that we say it is right. It's just the you spell it different. Yeah. So pa. <laughs> Come oh, at me, wow. bro. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, anyway, for this show, we have <laughs> three segments. Thankfully, we Yay! have our first segment, which is our new segment. Thankfully, we had Jump Festa, so that that basically takes care of our new segment for us. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it really easy for us to write. Uh, second yeah, section is the burning question segment. And our question, I'm really glad you guys were so enthusiastic when you guys answered this. Our question was sort of in line with this show being at the beginning of the year is what does the Kingdom Hearts series need to do to stay relevant until Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out? So you can sort of think of this as what should Kingdom Hearts 
New Year's resolutions be, more or <laughs> less? That's basically what we asked you. So we got a pretty good set of answers for that. And our third segment is our question segment, where you guys ask us questions, and we'll answer them. Yeah. Uh, in the way of announcements, we have two announcements. Our first announcement is that to those who have their questions answered in the question segment, you all get stickers. Woo! Yeah, I think Cheryl's actually almost through all the stickers. It's been wow. over a year, and we're still not yeah. done with the stickers. But it's definitely we're almost been a there. long time. We're almost there, so... Y- y'all better keep asking them questions or you may miss out on the stickers. This ain't yep. forever. Stickers nope. don't grow on trees. I also love the accent that you're going into. <laughs> I don't know. It's... Stickers don't like, grow on trees. I felt huh? like I needed to impart my words of wisdom in a different accent so people pay attention. <laughs> anyway, and then the second announcement is that uh, the burning questions are asked in the episode release thread when we release it on Gaming Union. And uh, the questions that you ask, if you want them uh, asked on the show, you ask them in the Kingdom Hearts Union questions thread, which is also on GamingUnion.net. So just go there, ask the questions, answer the answer our questions, do all and that be stuff. Be square. Be square. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the news. Yay! Ooh. We have some all right. news. So, like we said in the previous show, we were pretty much expecting there to be a pretty big news dump as far as Kingdom Hearts HD was going to be concerned because we were going to have Jump Festa in December, so pretty obvious. So we're just going to run through some of the big stuff that they announced. Not all of it is that surprising, but good to know either way. Mm -hmm. So first bit of news is that the release date was announced for Japan, of course, and it's going to be March 14th, 2013. Wow, that's really soon, isn't it? It is really soon. And that's two weeks before Kingdom Hearts' 11th anniversary. Not that anybody cares about the number 11. <laughs> Yay, 11. Nah, but oh well. It's still another year. Yeah, still yeah, still another year. Another I- interesting bit that has nothing to do with Kingdom Hearts is that's also Pi Day. So yeah, <laughs> good old 3.14. Yay, Pi Day. It's also, in Japan, it's called White Day. And White Day is like... So in Japan, they have Valentine's Day and they have White Day. So mm-hmm. White Day, well, well, first let me explain Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is when girls give presents to the guys they like. And then Ooh. White Day is one month later where the guys respond to the girls and they give presents to the girls that they like. So it's kind of, oh. they kind of have like two Valentine's Days in Japan. One That's for the girls, one for the guys. So it's pretty, yeah, it is a pretty interesting uh setup that they have there so that's white day so maybe some girls in japan will be getting kingdom hearts 1.5 as their white day present maybe. i don't know we'll or see. maybe they'll get some pow fruit pow fruit yeah that'd be cool <laughs> but i'm not so sure unless their pocketbooks are really big because that brings us to our next point because mm. the price has also been announced in japan now typically video games in japan do run a little bit more than they do overseas Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one seems kind of odd because it is still just a remake. The HD 1.5 remix runs 6,980 6, yen, which is roughly $80 US. That's crazy. That's really crazy. I can't so, imagine spending $80 on a game that I've already played. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even, even though it's two and a half games, you could sort of yeah. argue, with trophy support. That's I didn't true. Pay- 
you know, Metal Gear Solid was three games in HD. Yeah. How much and was it that? Wasn't How much did that cost I think you? that was like 40 bucks. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, half the price. But this is Japan, of course, so Japan's a little yeah. bit different when it comes to prices. I remember paying $100, actually more than $100 because I was importing. I paid more than $100 to import Final Fantasy thirteen from Japan. Wow. So it's, yeah, generally speaking, Japanese games are not cheap. We, we get the nicer end of the stick here in the U.S. Yeah, we do. And so... Yeah, it, it, it's probably not reflective of what it'll be like here in the States if they release it here. I would imagine it's mm. probably going to be more in line with our normal prices. At the very least, it would be $60, even though I think that is still overpriced for yeah. a re-release. Yeah, no, I agree. So other than that, uh, in Famitsu, they basically summarized all of the major changes that they noticed in the demo and uh, from the developers themselves. Basically... The laundry list of changes that have been announced are, one, many of the textures have been redone in the game. So that's good. You know, yeah. they're not simply just stretching the image. So that's a, that's a good start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one, which is kind of interesting, is that they've replaced the English voices from Kingdom Hearts Final Mix with the Japanese voices. Hmm. How's that so for those, Yeah, so for those who don't know, Kingdom Hearts Final Mix was basically a re-release of the English version of Kingdom Hearts, but in Japan. Now, why would they want to do that? Well, back when Kingdom Hearts first came out in Japan, it was pretty bare bones. And when it came to North America, they actually spent more time to add new bosses and special stuff. So they did change a lot. So when Kingdom Hearts Final Mix came out in Japan, it released with English voices. So now that it's coming out again in Japan, they're releasing it sans English voices. They're doing all Japanese, which makes sense because they're revoicing cutscenes. So it would only yeah. make sense for it to all consistently be Japanese anyway. So oh, that's so strange. So wait, so yeah, was the whole game in English then? Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, as it was originally released, all the voices were in English. All the text was in Japanese. So wow. out of all the games, this was probably one of the most import-friendly uh, games ever. So that was that was why it was my first import game was because I knew in advance that the voices were going to be in English. So that was a good oh, thing. Oh, man. Because I so, could have yeah. played it. <laughs> yeah, you could have played it. Actually, there was a – well, this one also released in the UK, so it wasn't that big a deal. But Final Fantasy uh. X International released, and that had not only English and Japanese voices, but also English and Japanese text. So that one was fully import-friendly. It didn't know, matter where you came from. I think Daryl got that one. Yeah. I have a feeling Daryl got the international yeah, he, version. Yeah, he probably has a... The difference is that was the only international version that was released overseas. It was because mm-hmm. it took so long to uh, localize it for the UK, that, or for just Europe in general, that they just said, oh, why don't we just release the international version and be done with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. We'll make so it feel So that was the better. first time that ever happened. But yeah, so they're replacing English voices with Japanese. Uh, the next... Bit, bits and bobs are PlayStation 3 related things. So a few things that we already knew, like trophy support, but also uh, in our last show, we said that they were adding something special to the game that would come after you clear it. Well, it turns out it wasn't something that exciting. Basically, when you clear <laughs> the game, you get a custom theme for your PS3. Eee. Whoopee. <laughs> Thanks, Square Enix. I, Thank I you. love Socks for Christmas. Thanks. How about like five dollars? How about like ten dollars off of uh, Kingdom Hearts three? That would be nice. That would be that'd be interesting. Oh, another thing that I forgot to add to the outline is that they mentioned 
that each version of Kingdom Hearts 1.5, through a limited time when they sell it, will come with a special serial number for the Kingdom Hearts browser game that's coming out. Hmm. So that confirms a couple things. One, that the Kingdom Hearts browser game is not free yeah. to some degree. So yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of an awkward way to say, hey, this ain't free. Hey, everybody, if you buy Kingdom Hearts 1.5, you'll get to play one, the browser game for free. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's an awkward way to announce I know. that the browser just game is not bit. free. I wonder if a lot of people put two and two together. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they didn't, now now they did. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, trophy support, custom themes, and you'll get the browser game access uh, if you buy it early. But this is only in Japan, so don't get yeah. your hopes too up yet. No, unfortunately. Uh, the next bit of news that they've made changes in Kingdom Hearts Final Mix would be that they've added a couple of abilities that have been... I know at least one of them has been in other future Kingdom Hearts games is... Uh, Experience Zero, which is basically like the sadistic version of playing Kingdom Hearts, where you put this when you equip this ability, you do not gain experience throughout mm. the entire game. So if you want to play the entire game as level one, you can. I wonder <laughs> if that's going to be one of the trophies. Then I'm. I would certainly imagine that it is. You yeah, hundred oh, percent. This game with on level one. Sephiroth, uh, fighting Xemnas, everything, oh, level God, one. Oh, God, that would be awful. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, the second one, I'm not sure if it's been in any other Kingdom Hearts games, but it's called Combo Master. Basically what it does is uh, no matter what, your combos will hit, even if your attack hits, which I guess would make sense if you understand the programming of Kingdom Hearts and how it determines whether your attack hits or misses. I don't know. But oh my it's gosh. Com- but called Combo I have Master. Had, so does this mean like those special those special moves where you um go down to the bottom of the menu and you yeah, press, like I'm, square or something? It's either that or uh I think it's like your three hit combo or your four hit mm. combo. One of if those. It's that then that would really help because I remember there's been so many moments where like I'll press that at the right time and I'll have yeah. like my target set. And then it will just be Sora flailing in space, and the boss <laughs> and is, like, halfway down the other side. Yeah. Hey, Sora, they, the bosses tr- tend not to stay in the same spot. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. It's like, uh, the boss is that way, and he's just yeah. like... <laughs> and you're swinging, and you're shooting your, you know, your stun impact in this in the wrong direction, Sora. <laughs> and I need you to aim yeah. it this way. So, yeah, Combo Master, whatever that is. And like we've mentioned in... a. Uh, couple previous shows uh they've added kingdom hearts 2 style controls to the mix so uh right stick for the camera and if you press the r3 button it centers the camera behind sora uh you can use the triangle button to initiate uh command uh, basically abilities so r's mm-hmm. arcanum and that sort of stuff you use that the triangle button and also um they've made cutscenes skippable that's pretty cool so that's good so if you don't want to, you know, see that whole scene with uh, Riku and Sora talking about how Kairi's heart is inside Sora for a millionth time, you don't yeah. have to anymore. Yeah, I distinctly remember in my childhood seeing that cutscene so many times because I kept dying to Riku. I oh, know. On that part. What? So sad. Kairi's inside me? I won't let you take Kairi's heart. I know. No, the <laughs> one remember. that I kept seeing, which was the one that I kept seeing, I remember... Um, seeing that one where um, 
that long one with uh, like Riku first seeing Ansem. Like, mm, well, in yeah. the hooded man. And then yes. he sees him in Hollow Bastion. And they just like combine. I think it's around oh, the same yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. I just I remember that... that whole scene. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to see this again. I think that scene was one of those like interspersed ones where you were in a Disney world and then you also saw what was happening to Riku. I think it might have been during Neverland or or, or no, I think it's after you I think it's after you beat I think it's right before you fight him in Hollow Bastion. I think that's what happened. Yeah, post I, I would think Yeah, cuz be then right. he gets his dark cloak thingy and Yeah, yeah exactly. Cuz yeah, I was just like, "Oh, I don't want to play this anymore." Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see this again. Please. So now you don't have to. That's the good news. Yay! And another bit of good news is uh, the summons have been added to the fourth command slot. So originally, the fourth command slot was occupied by abilities, and the summons were in the most useless place ever. They were in magic under a separate menu. So there were two menus deep in the command menu while you were playing, which was ridiculous. Oh, it was so, so hard to get to, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I basically made the summons useless. I only used uh, Tinkerbell, and I made sure to equip her to a shortcut. So Yeah, exactly. It's about, about all there was in terms of uh, summons. But yeah, as far as like summons go, they're in a bit of a more interesting place, so maybe people use them. All right. So that basically covers all the news that Square released over the past few months. Uh, there were some tra- there was a trailer released, tons and tons of screenshots. Uh, if you want to see them, you can go on uh, kh2.co.uk or kingdomheartsunion or go on Twitter. You'll probably find them somewhere. Uh, my only quip, and with and it's not with the trailer, it's with the screenshots that they release. And it's not something that they do that they've just started doing. They've always done this, but it's called. Basically, in the journal, gaming journalism field, it's called bull shots. Basically, mm-hmm. what a bull shot is is a screenshot that looks better than the actual game. Mm-hmm. So if you ever see a screenshot that has perfect anti-aliasing, every 3D model is perfectly smooth, mm-hmm. you know, everything looks perfect in the screenshot, but it never looks perfect in the game, that's, that's basically what a bull shot is or in a resolution that the game is never meant to run in. Yeah. All the, all the Kingdom Hearts screenshots that have ever been released by Square have all been bull shots. The only exception that I make about this is that because this is Kingdom Hearts HD, the main selling point is the game's graphics. That is the main thing. It's in the title. Yeah. So the fact that they're releasing bull shots for a game that primarily is being sold for the fact that it's in HD, I take a, a special exception to that. In my opinion, that's false advertisement. Yeah. But, I mean, again, this is not something that they're just starting to do. They've always done this yeah. with every Kingdom Hearts game. So if you see, you know, Sora's glove and it's a perfect circle, mm-hmm. don't expect that. It's going to be a hexagon in the game. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're, they're using they're using the high-res models that they used to when they actually made the models. They're not using the low-poly models that are actually in the game. And no, there isn't admit. anti-aliasing. There's definitely not anti-aliasing. All the models are just as jaggy as you remembered them on the PS2. They've not done that. So just forewarning, you can watch the trailer. You'll see all the jagginess, all the hexagonal gloves. Yeah. <laughs> all the weird stuff. They did not make it any better. So just forewarning. I that. will admit, I was a bit like, um, I was a bit fooled 
um, because like I was looking at screen caps before I was before I played um, Kingdom Hearts 3D for review. Yeah, I was looking at screenshots and I was just like, you know, actually this Whoa. game looks like really yeah. good quality wise. I was just like, this looks really good. Like Square then Enix always is really good with like <laughs> graphics and making them look really nice. And then I played the game and I'm just like, oh. Wow, this um, is this really is, jaggy. <laughs> different. Like, this doesn't yeah. look like the same game. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's not, that it, it's not that it looks that different, because technically, I, I mean, for those not familiar with how game models are created, basically the way it works is the artist will make a really pretty model, and they'll make mm-hmm. it with, you know, as perfect as they can possibly make it, I with guess, all like, the detail as they can make it. Like and Jiminy then, Cricket's journal, like those, yeah. like those figures in Jiminy Cricket's journal, right? Um, Cause those if they're, are rota- always really if they're pretty, rotatable, then they? if they're rotatable, then no. Okay. But if they're not rotatable, if it's just a picture, then yes. Okay. Because these are the, these are basically models that the console that they're on cannot handle. Oh. They're actually models that you would have to pre-render, like in Toy Story. Even though the textures don't look it and they don't light them the same, they are actually really complicated models. They, they've they got billions and billions of polygons so that they can get perfect circles and spheres and all that stuff. Wow. So the way it works is they'll take those pretty models, and at least in today's day, you can do it automated, is they'll mm-hmm. automatically generate a lower poly model. You can basically give it a target. I want... You know, only two million polygons in the whole in the whole uh, model, okay. and it'll yeah. make that. And usually, the way it seems with Square is that they'll give a bigger polygon budget to the face and hair, and mm-hmm. then the body. You know, whatever. It's just the body. You know, yeah. the the face is what really sells it. So y- you'll notice a difference there. But that's basically how it's done. So the any surface that was normally a very curved surface will be approximated with angles so instead of a circle you'll get a hexagon so it's a lot more janky looking and then as far as what anti-aliasing is that's basically what removes all the jaggy lines off of the edges of the cutscene. so if you ever look at riku and it looks like there's a stairway to heaven on his cheek (laughs) (laughs) that's aliasing that's something (laughs) that comes from uh just 3d rendering and it's really hard to get rid of well, it's not hard to get rid of. It's just very expensive to get rid of in mm, real time. Yeah. So that's why they don't do it. They do it on PC games, which is why I always love playing on PC. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. So, yeah, just so you all know what all that stuff is. Yeah. Anyway, so moving yeah, along from the official, the official news. Uh, we mentioned on the previous show uh, that we're going to have a Kingdom Hearts 10th anniversary podcast. And it is coming soon. Now, we wanted to have it released earlier. But when we actually went to record it, it actually turned out a lot longer than we originally anticipated. <laughs> so, Lauren, you know, how how did you enjoy the podcast recording oh, experience? It was Wasn't it nice? Fun. I had fun doing my part. Um, oh, yeah, like very nostalgic. Uh, it, it was just. I remember going on and just having Churro and Brandon talk to me, and they were just kind of like, "So here's the deal." Um, yeah, we didn't really plan for it to be three hours, but it's like <laughs> over three hours. And yeah. I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah but it 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 seems like it, it it's going to be a good time, I think, for oh, any yeah. Kingdom Hearts fans. Because, I mean, like, Tro, of course, is like the super fan. He's amazing. Yeah, and, like, nobody could put this together but him. And, um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was great fun to work on, and I can't wait until it comes out. 
Yeah, so just so everybody knows, it's already been recorded. It We recorded it in December. Uh, it was recorded in three parts uh, for different segments of the show. And each part we anticipated was only going to be 20 minutes, but we ended up recording for a full hour. Yeah. So it's as far as we know, it's about three hours. I don't yeah. know if they're going to cut it or anything, but w- what we want to do is keep it at that length and maybe release them in parts so it's an hour long parts like like our podcasts are generally exactly so we'll see that's not up to us that's you know this is churro's show yeah. so we'll see what he decides to do but it's really good i i was on two of the segments and they were both great so yay segment be ready for that uh we'll post about it on gaming union in the release thread whenever it's out um and you can also follow churro on Twitter, I think he's at Churros with a Z, mm-hmm. and uh, he'll definitely tweet about it like crazy. Uh, and then the second bit of news uh, after this is that my fan comic that I announced in the previous show is done. So if Yay! you haven't already read it... It does uh, look really good. Thank you. Thank you. I worked <laughs> too hard on that. <laughs> it's it took really, me really too, good if you guys want to look for a good Kingdom Hearts comic. Yeah, so... It's called Kingdom Hearts. I'm always with you too. So if you guys are fans of Sora or Kyrie or both, it's not like a oppressively a shipping kind of comic. So don't expect too much romance. But there is a a nice hint of it. So if you like it, great. If you don't like it, don't worry about it. It's not it's not over the top. And if you <laughs> like pretty art, I spent so much time making every pa- every panel of it a painting. So. I hope you guys yeah. really like it. So it's called Kingdom Hearts. I'm always with you too. You can find it at brandon9654.deviantart.com and that's spelled B-R-A-N-D-E-N 9654. So brandon9654.deviantart.com. Go check it out there. Also, if you like Sword Art Online, I'm doing fan art of that. So check out check out that stuff too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I know a lot of Kingdom Hearts fans love Sword Art Online. Something to do with the swords, I think. <laughs> <laughs> swords. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to our burning question. Yay, burning question. All right. So our question from the last show is, how can Kingdom Hearts stay relevant until Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out? So it's a big question and pretty poignant in 2013. And our first response comes from Crimson Feathers. And Crimson Feathers says... I think a great thing for Square Enix to do would be to release things over different forms of media in regular intervals until Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. For instance, something along the lines of a tech demo, where you get to experience with different forms of combat or customizable content and report back to Square Enix on what we thought about it. Uh, The demos could come out in the form of DLC for Kingdom Hearts 1.5, and I think getting to play around with potential content for Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, without revealing any story of Kingdom Hearts 3 would be a good way to get people uh, get the game on people's minds. As for the franchise as a whole, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 itself is exactly what the series has been needing. All of the story content available on one console for everyone to get a hold of. Something I've always personally wanted uh, for a long time, and I think could really excite people for the series is an anime adaptation of the series. It could be like the manga where it has slight variations from the game, but have a little darker tone (coughs) like the latter part of the series has gone for. And just overall, perhaps draw in the older crowd that might not have been interested in the franchise. Otherwise 
And just think about being able to sit back and watch all the awesome boss fights without worrying about dying. <laughs> yeah, no, I think a lot of those are really good ideas.、Um, the anime might be a bit much, just、yeah. like, depending on how long it is before Kingdom Hearts 3. I don't want to have to wait through a whole anime in order to. True. <laughs> in order to finally see Kingdom Hearts 3, although, really. Another thing is, animes probably... are expensive. Yeah, that's true. They're、too. expensive to do. <laughs> An- animation like, is an expensive industry. Yeah, but like demos and stuff, that's definitely good. And I definitely agree with you on the fact that like Kingdom Hearts、um, HD 1.5, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean?、Yeah. The remake.、Um, it's. I, I definitely agree. It's a great time for it to come out. I.、Um, I think that it's really great for like, all the series that have new things coming out. Like, you know,、um, with Metal Gear Solid, of course, like,、uh, they came out with the HD remake and it was on PlayStation 3. Well, I think it was also on Xbox 360. But yeah, and they also released、3. it on Vita recently. Yeah, and、um, like, you could go on and play Metal Gear Solid 4, and then, of course, there's going to be、uh, Resistance and there's going to be、yep. hopefully a Metal Gear Solid 5. Maybe. Yeah, also Metal Gear Ground Zeroes, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. So, yeah, like, I mean, no, I definitely, I definitely agree. I think,、um, I think a lot of people have kind of, you know, it's been a long time since the first game. Well, it's been like 10 years, hasn't it? So, yeah, 10 years. It's just like a lot of people. <laughs> Almost have 11. Probably, yeah, I'm wondering how many people,、um, how many people have, like, even played the first one. Like, if, like, a、yeah. lot of people started with just the. You know, with the side games, like how many people、um, haven't played the first one?、Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, definitely, I definitely agree with everything you're saying, and I hope that Square Enix hears it. Yeah,、uh, hopefully. <laughs> the one thing that I'll say in terms of the idea of demos, I personally think that's a great idea, and I wish they would do that sort of thing.、Yeah. My only th- bit of a reality check is that. Square Enix released the first demo of a Kingdom Hearts game last year、mm. for Kingdom Hearts 3D. This was the first Kingdom Hearts game, the seventh one in the series that they released a demo for. And it was right before they. It was actually after the game had already come out. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. Square Enix is very close. And Jap- Japan in general, Japanese business culture is very secretive. So I doubt that they would ever do that.、Um, But it's not that that wouldn't be a good idea. A great example of a video game that's done that and been a great success is Minecraft. They、yeah. released an alpha,、yeah. alpha through beta, and it became a multi million dollar success. But、mm-hmm. that was for sale. So I don't know. I don't take Square Enix to do that sort of thing. And honestly, I don't take any AAA company to ever do that. I think it takes something like an indie developer. That、yeah. needs to do to you know, shake up the industry. I think they're going to be the type of people to do that. I, I would be very surprised if Square Enix, you know, because they're a, a big developer and you know, not just that, but they're also a Japanese game developer, I doubt that they would ever do that. Yeah,、um, also, it probably wouldn't work on KH 1.5 unless they <laughs> use the same engine, which I would be very disappointed if they did. Because、yeah, if,、exactly. if, if they use Luminous, they have to release the whole, like, all of Luminous engine, and that's pretty big.、So. Yeah, I don't think it, they would. It, it do wouldn't、that. be just DLC. It would, it would probably be like a standalone demo if they released it. Yeah, definitely. Not, not saying that they can't do it, they can definitely do it. It's just that, I don't know. Square Enix doesn't seem like the company to do that sort of thing. No, no, definitely not. 
Only only those really pretty tech demos every now and then, like the yeah. Final Fantasy VIII tech demo for PlayStation uh, yeah. Two, and yeah. stuff, and, and the ends cloud up one. Into nothing. Oh uh, yeah, ends yeah. Up... <sighs> but anyways, so maybe one day they'll do one of Kingdom Hearts. But um, <laughs> anyways, uh, John Solitude also commented and said, I think. Um, a way that Kingdom Hearts can stay relevant before KH3 is for them to start uploading new viral hype video promos, similar to the secret ending videos in the game. So instead of your typical trailer video saying this game is coming out, you'll spark up conversation within the Kingdom Hearts community talking about what they think the promo videos are about. Um, it would be it would certainly spark up conversation after all the secret endings always leave you scratching your head thinking, what the hell is going on? Lol. <laughs> So I think that sort of thing, that would appeal to me. The only thing that I would say is, while that would appeal to me, I don't think that would appeal to a lot of people. It would appeal like, to me. Outside, <laughs> outside, of, outside of the Kingdom Hearts community, though, yeah. I don't think it will appeal to anyone. Unless if um, it's like Deep Dive. Like, honestly, yeah. Deep Dive deep was dive, really badass. Pretty standalone. Anybody can watch that and yeah. be in awe. That's true. And, I mean, the thing with viral hype videos is that back then that was really kind of a new thing and kind of you know not necessarily new but it was kind of unique to do it in a very high production value kind of way yeah. you know deep dive was sort of one of its kind when it was when it did come out and how good it looked yeah and the production value so even if you didn't know what it was the fact that it looked so real was just enough to be cool for anybody yeah the problem is today Everybody and their grandma that makes a game does that. Exactly. Every game has those types of videos. There's a whole studio called Blur Studios. All they do is those videos. Exactly. So if you've ever seen Arkham City in, like, pretty graphics, or if you saw the opening for Diablo 3, or actually any CGI that Blizzard Entertainment Games ever have, those are all done by Blur Studios. They make such a killing on doing those kinds of trailers. And in this day and age, it's actually not as popular to do it. Most gamers, at least in the hardcore gaming community, they would rather see gameplay rather than uh, something that won't actually be in the game. So yeah, definitely. It, it's just more of a mindset of the ga- hardcore gaming community. I don't think it's everybody. I would totally agree that within the Kingdom Hearts community, that would be huge. Yeah. Actually, anything would be huge at this point. But yeah, no, definitely. I don't think you're going to reach anyone else with that that's my concern is that i don't think and i think you need to if you want to stay relevant yeah i definitely agree like um and this is something that was brought up actually um i don't know if you watch the series at all um uh teens react to and kids react to do you watch those videos i've seen plenty (laughs) i've seen a lot of them yeah okay well um they actually had one recently called youtube pre uh youtube reacts to um viral videos so they take like a lot of the celebrities the youtube celebrities um on and sort of like talk to them about what they think about these like viral videos so they had like gangnam Mm -hmm. style and all that stuff but the first video on there was actually the evolution of dance which actually was like the first video that was like really really popular um in on youtube like it was like number one for like ever um and um they were sort of commenting and this kind of goes along with it being a viral video nowadays is very sort of um it's a lot harder um because 
everybody sort of has something to say. Everybody sort of has a game that they're coming out with and mm-hmm. all this type of stuff. And it's very easy now to get kind of caught up in the mix and not get your sort of voice out because it's just, it's so hard. There's so many videos out there now. There's so many people. Like, I mean, I watch I watch two shows on, on YouTube and that's pretty much my extent. Like, I watch um, Equals 3 and I watch Jenna Marbles and that's pretty much it. And so it's just kind of like, you know, um, with these sort of videos with, um, like, Kingdom Hearts, even though I love Kingdom Hearts to death, um, mm. knowing me, and this is speaking on behalf of if I wasn't a podcast co-host of Kingdom Hearts... I probably wouldn't go out and venture for a Kingdom Hearts thing unless somebody posted yeah. it as a news story, of course I would. Um, which I probably would, but like, you know, um reaching out to somebody else, uh reaching out to somebody who may not be in with the news and all that kind of stuff, like how would they ever see it cuz yeah. Like YouTube is just so scarily big now. Yeah, but, too big. You, yeah, <laughs> you can't find anything there. It's way too big. But whatever the case, yeah, no, I, I would love to see one, but yeah, I, I definitely yeah. think that it would be a very, a very risky move. Also, speaking towards you know being viral, the the thing with being a viral video, like you said, it's it's definitely a lot harder. Is you can't just plan to be viral and expect yeah. to be viral. The thing That's is, viral true. videos are viral on accident. They're you know, it's not something you can really plan to do. And especially, you cannot be a viral video by doing something similar in any way to anything that's ever come before. It's got to yeah. be completely new and original. Exactly. You know, it's kind of like real viruses. You know, you build up an immunity to a certain type of thing. So the only way to get a, a virus to be infectious, if I was, you know, an evil virus is I would have to mutate and be different somehow and, you know, not be something that people are immune to. And that's not easy. Most viruses die. You know, a human's immune system is actually pretty strong. So in the same way, a person's immune system to a viral video or, or a video trying to be viral is also very strong. I think people are very desensitized now to what the Internet does. Yeah. Because they've seen everything. Yeah. What else can they show? So another I mean, like, video of some somebody in a black coat <clears throat> fighting a million things in a dark, rainy environment, while that was cool in 2002, uh, I've seen a million of that, those in 2013. So <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't get me a second time. I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely. Though, I, actually, if it was specifically Kingdom Hearts and it was Deep Dive and I got to play it, okay, that would get me just because I'm a Kingdom Hearts fan. I know. <laughs> but that's the I only know. reason. We can't help it. We're fan people. Yeah. So anyway, uh, moving along, we have Amai Guri, who brought us the amazing fan fiction the last time. So thank, thanks to her again. If you, if you didn't hear it, listen to the last show. It was a great fan fiction she gave us. Uh, but Amai Guri says, In order to keep Kingdom Hearts relevant for us, I think, ne- I think they need to make their games and their plots more accessible to new and incoming fans or returning fans who have not played any of the side story games uh, and only played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. In order to do that, I think they need to re-release Kingdom Hearts in the form of Kingdom Hearts 1.5, but of course it needs to be available for Americans and Europeans and other territories that have had Kingdom Hearts titles. Um, that have... Wait, wait a second. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Lost my place. <laughs> so I think that would have been really great if they could make fun trailers 
as pretty and unvoiced cutscenes, um, sort of like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, which that was actually a really good trailer. I'll admit that. Yeah, that, that was, was cool really one. good. Game was horrible, but the yeah. <laughs> the cutscene was good. And it never appeared in the game, but it was a pretty cutscene and it captured the mood of the game and got me interested in the franchise. If they release these sorts of little scenes periodically, I think they could attract more attention to the series. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, like, I mean, remember how much hype, like, um, Final Fantasy, um, Final Fantasy Versus 13 generated just with that. Yeah whole video with um with True. Noctis and like the opera music in the background and so epic and all yeah. this stuff like yeah I think I mean, that one was a little bit different because it was I think at that E3 was like the first time they were showing off PS3 games so it sort true. of had that to help it so unfortunately think, yes yeah it's been I think that we were long, more successful people. yeah it's been I think we were more long. susceptible so I don't know yeah. I I don't know. I I love like we said before. I love these like pretty trailer thingies, but I don't think they're I don't think they're as powerful anymore. No. I mean, we were we've we've been through it you know many times and I'll say that uh the Assassin's Creed Brotherhood trailer that you mentioned, that's actually probably the last one that I think had that power on me and honestly yeah. the game was pretty bad. <laughs> Honestly, so. I really liked the. I think I think Ubisoft did a really great job with. Um, oh yeah. The Assassin's Creed trailers, just because like the first trailer they did for Assassin's Creed One, and then Assassin's Creed yeah. Two, Brotherhood, and then even Revel, um, Revelations had a fantastic trailer. Like that trailer oh, yeah. was so epic oh, yeah. with uh, Woodkid in the background. Um, oh, so good. But yeah, like they maybe Kingdom Hearts, maybe Square Enix should take some notes from Ubisoft. Yeah, I I think it also comes down to good timing. I mean, yeah. Ubisoft released that during E3, exactly. and you know all eyes are on E3. So maybe that's the thing then, because like it it seems like Square Enix has really sort of neglected E3. Like yeah. they've really kind of turned their backs on them and just kind of been like. Oh no, we'll do our Western titles like Hitman and Tomb Raider, yeah. and we'll keep the Japanese titles for Japan. And it's just kind of seriously. Like, um, okay, compare the population of Japan versus the population of America. Yeah. Which one <laughs> has more people? I mean, sure, like Japan, you know, they're close. Kamikaze, they're, they're tightly like, packed together. Yeah, they could probably like kill us in like five seconds because they have a crazy. Um, army and all that stuff but regardless of that like we have a lot of people like w- you know we're a, there. there's quite a lot of the population of America that likes yeah. Japanese games and probably also more America than invented video games just want to throw that out <laughs> yeah. there <laughs> we like, made video games it's so just like why why would you think oh no it's it's not gonna sell here like yeah. at least you'd be getting pretty much an equivalent to the population of Japan that yeah. would buy Japanese title Japanese Square Enix titles. I think that was I think that was a big mistake by Square Enix. I think that they they really yeah. you know they really dropped the ball in that one because it's just like you know why why is it that you think that these people are are only allowed to see this kind of title and we're not like why exactly that makes no sense i would say another part about it is as a triple a publisher to ignore e3 is a big faux pas that's 
especially in this day and age where it's really hard to get people's attention. E three has everybody's attention. Exactly. Everybody watches E three. All eyes are on E three. There's always hype surrounding it. I mean, to only release a trailer on YouTube for the first time, even if it's like the greatest game ever. Yeah. If it's a triple A game, you already have that going against you because everybody's played everything these days. You've got the fact that it's a sequel going against you that you'd be releasing as a Kingdom Hearts game. So that's against you. There's so many things against you as a AAA publisher. You need to take whatever you can get. Exactly. All eyes are on E3. And seriously, every Final Fantasy trailer that has ever debuted at E3 has always been a hype factory. Exactly. Always. Exactly. So it's hitting your market exactly who you are targeting, gamers. And it's also getting the gaming press potentially on your side again because they're not really on your side right now in any regard in terms of Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts. So I would highly recommend to Square if they're going to do trailers, you know, E3 primetime in the middle of one of the big three conferences. That's where you have to show it. Boom. Yeah, boom. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) If there was, I mean, I just remember like seeing videos from like 2004 of Miyamoto announcing The Legend of Zelda The Twilight Princess and seeing the utter like shock and awe of the crowd. It's palpable. It's like when Steve Jobs announced the iPhone. It was that big. (laughs) So Sort of like, oh my God. Exactly. So I don't know. It's such a, such a tough thing. Um, And this next one. Yeah, Lauren. I would say it's. Uh, Skylar127 says, um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Kingdom Hearts should take a page out of Final Fantasy XIII uh, playbook. The Thirteen team has been doing somewhat daily updates on Facebook and Twitter for Lightning Returns. Unfortunately, with Nomura being Nomura, it might be difficult to get updates. Yeah, I totally agree. We'll never, <laughs> yeah. we'll never hear anything. Uh, Kingdom Hearts does have a Twitter... Um, Nomura even has a Twitter, and yeah, we, we're not hearing anything. But yeah, um, one possibility, someone that I think would be this vocal would be Tai Yasue. He's actually mm. pretty, he's a pretty vocal guy when it comes to uh, Kingdom Hearts stuff. Yeah. He doesn't get on on the stage, so to speak, very often, but he is pretty fairly vocal. Yeah. Um, if you've seen any of his interviews from last E3 when he was talking about Kingdom Hearts 3D, the man was everywhere. He was doing every interview. He was talking about everything. He used the words Kingdom Hearts 3 in a sentence. <laughs> I mean, the the man's got balls. So, yeah. And another great thing is he's bilingual. So if you want to reach your, your audience, you, I mean, Kingdom Hearts' biggest audience is North America, second biggest being Japan. So... If you want to reach both of your big audiences, that's the way to do it. And a lot of Europe also speaks English, so not Yay. not not that big of a stretch. Of so Taiyasue got on Twitter and slash, slash Facebook if he was like retweeting on Facebook. I don't know. That would be like a great a great little uh, carrot on a stick for us Kingdom Hearts fans. Oh, definitely. Now, as a bit of a wrap up for the burning question segment, I just want to throw in my little two cents. Uh, about this whole idea of what I think Kingdom Hearts needs to do to stay uh, relevant. Uh, Basically, honestly, I think Kingdom Hearts really shouldn't do anything. I don't think... I think the problem with Kingdom Hearts is being over-diluted. There's... Every year, there's a new game, and the problem is with AAA games is every game is like that. Assassin's Creed does that. Call of Duty does that. 
you know, all these games are coming out in regular intervals, and it's getting routine. I think that is the main problem of Kingdom Hearts, is that it is routine. I think basically everything that everyone's been describing so far, while great, that's what Square Enix has kind of been doing, even though not so much the trailers, they have been trying to keep it relevant by staying in the public eye. I think getting out of the public eye for a while, rethinking things a little, and coming back when you have something really good is probably a better way to, you know, make waves in this crowded sea of games. I would I would say a good example of this as a game company would be Rockstar Games. Mm. When they come out with an IP, they release a game, they put hype on it like crazy. After that game is out, they go dead silent on that series. Yeah. They do not say anything, maybe some DLC, but next year you do not hear anything from that series ever again. Yeah. So, for example, Grand Theft Auto V. Grand Theft Auto Four came out, they released three DLC packs, done. No more Grand Theft Auto. They moved on to Red Dead Redemption, L.A. Noir, mm. Max Payne. Four years later, bam, okay. Grand Theft Auto V coming out in 2013, everybody's going ballistic. Now, exactly. I know it's Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> you know, it is Grand Theft Auto. It's a little bit of a different ball game. They sell, like, 18 million copies. Kingdom Hearts 1 sold maybe 4 million in its, you know, first couple years. But even, like, so it's, um, Max it's a different Payne ball game. as well. Like yeah, Max, Max Payne. Payne sold good. And then Bully as well. Like, I mean, yeah. Bully, they, they put on said the anything shelf for a about long bully. time. Like, Bully, we haven't seen that game since PlayStation, like, probably, like, mid-PlayStation 2 era, yeah, maybe, I exactly. would say. And, like, yeah, like, it's crazy that, you know, um, we we haven't seen this game for so long, and then all of a sudden it's just like, whoa, there's got to be a yeah. second one. This is amazing. <laughs> exactly. So pretty, I don't know. Yeah, and Bully, Bully's just an example of it was a really great game. They threw it out there, and any other publisher, had it been anyone else, instantly they would have turned it into a, a random sequel franchise. You know, they would have instantly started iterating on that series but rockstar what do they do it was popular took it off the shelf you'll you'll get it when we're done (laughs) you'll get it when we're ready to release it so i don't know i think rockstar sort of got it down to a science where they while there are a lot of grand theft auto games it's still pretty fresh they know that if they keep releasing grand (laughs) theft auto games it will get stale exactly and i personally think that's a good thing to go by now the problem is the reality of the Kingdom Hearts series is not a lot of people have played a lot of the games. So honestly, yes, the remakes are the way to go, but I think that's also a double-edged sword in that it could also dilute the series. So I'm not sure. I think maybe release your two remakes and then stay silent for a year and see what happens. You know? Yeah, definitely. I don't think we need to have Kingdom Hearts every year. I think that does more harm than good. Yeah, does no. not keep you relevant. That makes you diluted and stale. So, Definitely. just saying, just my two cents. Did you have any yeah. other ideas, Lauren, that have not been expressed so far? Um, something that you really wish. Necessarily, just just really again, just the square, just the um, E three thing, because. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it was unacceptable that um, Kingdom Hearts 3D was on one little computer at, or one little station at the yeah. E3 that I went to, which was, um, I believe, 2011. Um, yeah. It was just kind of like, you know, it was it was really half-assed, and I just, I was really disappointed, because, I mean, although I love, I love Tomb Raider, I love Hitman, Deus Ex was pretty cool, like... 
Square Enix is Final Fantasy with me. Like, Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts, you know? Like, it's it's both of those games. Square Enix is not Eidos for me. Like, yeah, I, I will definitely. never put two and two together. Like, I... Even though they are together, I will never treat them both as the same company because it's just, yeah. it feels so wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. It's just kind of like, you know, um, yeah, you guys, the no. <laughs> but, exactly. Yeah. They're too different. Yeah, too different. exactly. So, yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely think that Square Enix needs to step it up. Okay, so that ends out our burning question segment. Our question for the next show is, and, and this is sort of in response to our last show because we thought it was so great uh, that you were doing fan fiction. We don't think there's going to be that much Kingdom Hearts news coming up, so we want you guys to think about what would a Kingdom Hearts Valentine's Day be like. Ooh. And if you want to do a fan fiction, you can. If you want to do a one-liner, if you want to do a joke, you want to do a poetry, you want to do limerick, whatever you want, be creative, be cool. We like creativity. But just and stay PG. Stay PG. <laughs> exactly. No yaoi. Stay PG. Well, no, yaoi, but no, no like, R-rated yaoi. Yeah, no, nothing R-rated. It can be cute. It can be platonic, just friends. Yeah. It could be... It doesn't have to be Sora, Riku, and Kairi. It could be Donald, Mickey, and Goofy for all we care. Yeah. It could be Tarzan and Pinocchio. <laughs> it could be anything. That's a bit of a Get weird crazy. combination, but okay. That's a stretch. Yeah. But I don't want to limit anybody to anything. Yeah, so no. So do some really crazy stuff. Yep. Oh, Tarzan with one of the brooms. From oh my Disney god okay Castle. stop <laughs> all kinds of crazy shipping going on right now anyway so that moves us our, on into our, bur- our ugh, not burning question our question segment Yay. Uh, our first question comes from Sumesarami and Sumesarami says hi KHU what gameplay elements from past Kingdom Hearts games would you like to see in a in Kingdom Hearts 3's gameplay and why? Um, well, I really, really, really love um, the shortcut system. I hope that never, ever, ever goes away because oh, shortcuts yeah. are amazing. <laughs> That's how I survive. I know. It's, it's the best thing since I sped. Um, but the second game had really great combos, and I oh, really, yeah. really liked those. Like, I mean, um, the first game, it was okay with the three-hit system. Yeah. I didn't really mind because, like, gameplay doesn't really bother me as long as it's not glitchy yeah. like if it works i'm i'm cool with it exactly but, I but they made it like, interesting yeah i did like I did they had like the some really like tactical ones like where your uh your finisher would knock enemies away yeah yeah like I so like that, that was kind stuff. of cool and then um something i will say not as a sort of like thing uh not as a sort of like thing to keep well no i guess it technically is a thing to keep Basically, um, I don't want them to overcomplicate it. I think where yeah. they're at right now with how the gameplay works is really good. Um, yeah. I don't really want them to add too much of the Kingdom Hearts uh, 3D dream drop distance craziness, though. I don't know how you feel about that. I really like... That was actually going to be the thing that I really? brought up. Oh, but no. not, not the craziness, not the craziness. My thing was more so like the... Um, I like like sliding down the stuff and doing the combos that way. What I yeah. don't like is when like you do a lot of them and then you don't know where you are. Yes. And you're that, just kind of like, That I'm oh, not on. That I don't like. The thing that I liked that I would want from Kingdom Hearts 3D is actually just the uh, free flow action system where yeah. you can jump around and... That stuff I like because for exploration, that makes it a lot of fun. Exactly. And it's a little bit different, a different feel. It's not just the jumping and the gliding. It makes it 
I don't know. I like the snappier feel of it. It's a lot more yeah, action, a lot more fast-paced. So it's a very different feel from Kingdom Hearts where Kingdom Hearts was, okay, I jump, and then I fly, and yeah. I float, and, oh. Wee, and then, oh, whoa, whoa, I'm missing t- I'm missing my target. Oh, no, I now I'm in the water. Now i got to swim like all the way back. <laughs> yeah. The gliding, it was good, but it was a little bit imprecise. Mm-hmm. Um, the free flow si- system, it's not precise, but it's very forgiving. That's yeah. the thing. Because you can just keep jumping. If you miss something, jump, just jump off something else. Yeah. You can get back. You'll get back. So I liked the free flow system. It was very Mega Man-esque. Yeah. If Mega Man was good in 3D, I liked that. So that would be a past gameplay system other than what Lauren's already said. Oh, and I yes, really keep it that. simple. That that time-tested acronym, K-I-S-S. KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Always works. Exactly. Always works. And Lauren, you want to take our last question? Sure. This last question is from Jared, and he asks, Do you think that there will ever be a day when Shimomura steps down as Kingdom Hearts composer, or do you think this series will come to a definite close before then, unlike Final Fantasy? I honestly don't think Shimomura will leave the Kingdom Hearts series um, because she's already freelance. Mm. She kind of isn't already with Square Enix, so I think it's already sort of proven that she'll stay she's already done plenty of kingdom hearts games since she's gone freelance she's done plenty of other games outside of square enix for example she did xenoblade chronicles just recently so she's she bet she been around guys she Mm -hmm. been around also did super smash brothers brawl she did the tetris theme (laughs) which was amazing so she's been around i don't think she'll leave but if she does and this is my feeling for you tarahikaru as well if they leave Leave after Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, then I don't care anymore. Yeah, then we won't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Do it after. Let at least finish what you started, and then whatever you want to do, I don't care. I don't have to be your fan anymore. <laughs> you know, you can make me happy, but if you want to do something different, at least finish what you did that I liked and yeah. do it right. I definitely think saying. that, like, for me, like, I uh, if I was in her position, I would be like, I got it really good. Cause I mean, oh like, yeah. <laughs> You know, Consistent you're, you're a part of a successful series. Like, I mean, yeah. Granted, Nomura, like, <laughs> he kind of was running dry because, I mean, he did yeah. like a bajillion games. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. so like after a while, like that, that that's a bit crazy. Although, then again, Shimura has done a lot of Kingdom Hearts games, but then again, like a lot of it is probably just rehashes of other songs and. A bit yeah. stuff like that and stuff that's related to the content like um you know the themes for like the nightmare for christmas world or all the yeah. disney worlds and all that stuff but whatever the case i mean like i think she's got it good i mean seriously yeah also so. she ain't leaving until we get a full game all live orchestra yes. she ain't going nowhere no. we she needs to fulfill her full potential in kingdom hearts mm-hmm. before she goes anywhere <laughs> we need that the kingdom hearts 3d s- section where they have full live orchestra uh that sort of spoiled me so i need that uh more <laughs> more please more yeah. anything i'll take it <laughs> oh my gosh i would give anything to just fight with the study playing in the background again Oh, yeah. Which is pretty crazy because, like, they have a full orchestra album of Yoko Shimomura stuff. They have lots of orchestral recordings of Kingdom Hearts stuff. You could just use those and I'll be happy. I, I, I don't need those. a new one. Just, just use, use the that. Track. Like, just, just take it. Take the little exactly. file. Put it in there. It's fine. Yeah. 
Exactly. Just do, use that. It's like a five megabyte MP3. It's not taking up that much space. You know, it's not hard exactly. to play MP3s anymore. You know, there are MP3 players dumber than a sun power calculator that can play MP3s. So <laughs> I think a PS3 can handle an MP3. Just yeah. saying. All right, guys. So that brings us into our music segment. Woo. Woo. And we have a back-to-back Dearly Beloved. We had Dearly Beloved in the last one. We're going to start this year off great. We're going to start the year off with the song that starts off all Arcane Hearts games. And that's Dearly Beloved. Yeah. So... Again. This is Kingdom Hearts <laughs> Dearly Beloved Mega Remix by N the Original. And just as a quick uh, side note, when I was painting my Kingdom Hearts fan comic, this is what I painted too. So I wanted everybody to hear it, to hear what I've been hearing for the past uh, month or so. It's a great remix. It also has a little bit of a hint of uh, of Hikairi in there. So listen for it. It's pretty subtle, but you'll you'll like it when you hear it. So great remix enjoy it also read the fan comic brandon.devenart.com and listen to the song at the same time shameless self-promotion same as self-promotion <laughs> <laughs> okay so that brings us into our outro yeah uh, the next kingdom hearts union is scheduled for the 5th of february right that's before so Valentine's crazy Day. though i can't believe it's like gonna be february so soon Oh yeah, uh, tell me about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid to be. Uh, I'm afraid to know what my life will be like in school at that point. That's oh, kind of yes. when it starts getting bad. <laughs> Yay school! Yay school problems. Anyway, so you guys can subscribe to the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast on the iTunes Store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts and we're number one. Number one. <laughs> and of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or Lauren kh2.co.uk enjoy it said right while you can you'll never <laughs> you'll never hear <laughs> you'll it again never hear it again <laughs> yeah all right lauren it's goodbye time oh, we had so much fun though i mean even though we had a fun show you know, everybody else is busy i think we we did a yeah. good time we, we had a good show yeah we may not be going to square enix but we're having fun too yeah so. yeah I hope Churro's having the time of his life. I'm I sure know. he is. He's meeting. He's meeting seriously a ton of people. Yeah, so he'll definitely have a lot exciting. of stories. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, can't wait to hear about that. So, anyways, I'm Brandon saying goodbye, and this has been a TweaksMusic.com and KingdomHeartsUnion.com production. <laughs>